who you are and say what you feel. Because those who mind don't matter, and those who matter don't mind. Sometimes the best of us need help silencing that nagging voice within that keeps whispering, you can't, you're not good enough, they'll think you're weird. And the help most often comes from our friends, our family, our loved ones, or those who truly believe in us and really matter to us. But sometimes, sometimes we can find help and inspiration from a place and time we least expect, totally out of, out of the blue. Like, for instance, from a radio show on a random Wednesday afternoon. I don't know who needs to hear this right now, but hey, you got this. Be who you are. Love yourself. It is okay to make mistakes. You'll learn from them and grow. It is okay to take it slowly. Life is not a race. Be confident because you're the only person in the world who can be you. This is Hedim and today's Wonder Hour starts now. Welcome to Wonder Hours with Hedim on KBS World Radio. We started today's show with Mama Moo and their song, Naru Mara Kogatmyan, Yes I Am. It's true, it's not easy to stay confident and self-assured at all times. We all make mistakes and we all feel uncertain at times. But sometimes, all it takes is a pat on our backs or just a trusting look from someone we love to remind us that we are loved no matter what and that there is no reason to doubt ourselves. And sometimes it just takes a random quote on a radio show to boost your confidence, right? Well, I hope the message reached whoever needed it most. And if you know somebody who needs a confidence boost right now, be the unexpected source yourself right now. Let them know that you care and that you believe in them. And speaking of letting someone know something, tell me. Tell me how you're doing, tell me what you're doing, or tell me anything that's on your mind, whatever it may be about. And tell me songs which you would like to listen to because our daily shout-out segment, Tell Me, is coming up in just a moment. If you're listening via our apps or by streaming at any other time of the day, you can message me using the KBS Kong app or leave a comment on our post on Instagram at KBS One Fine Day or on Facebook at facebook.com slash EnglishKBS. If you have a Korean phone number, you can also send a text message at SHARP8150. A regular SMS text will cost 51 and a long text or an MMS message will cost 101 per text. Coming up in the second hour of today's show, a second good vibes only of the week. The good vibes spreader for the week will be broadcaster, author, educator, and, he, and he's also my 사장님, Tyler Rash. So stick around for his good vibes. For now, I'll be right back with today's Tell Me After a Song by Yeon Onni, Heartfelt with Iron Girl featuring me, Hedim. You don't have to tell me you love me. You don't have to tell me you've been waiting for me. But please do tell me something about yourself. Tell me something funny that's happened to you today. Tell me what you're thinking or how you're feeling. Tell me anything that's on your mind that you feel like sharing. And while at it, tell me which songs you want to hear too, won't you?
tie on in the world of Korean radio is a story or an anecdote that the listeners send in to have shared on air. It's what transformed this usually one-way medium into a means of communication and connection, allowing us to be on the same wavelength. Today, we've got messages from Multifandom. Good afternoon, KBS World. Good afternoon, Multifandom. Thanks for tuning in. Kwon Ki-hoon said, number one. Yay, number one. Johnny4900, after Monday, the algorithm suggested your return of Superman episode and your kid seems like a smart little guy. Thank you. He is. He is just getting better every day, doing new things every single day. You really don't want to miss out. <laughs> well, thanks for noticing. And Alicia said, Hi, Hedim. Just finished my meeting. Been too busy with work and moving house lately, but I'm working from home today, so I'll cheekily listen a little bit and multitask. Ooh, multitasking. That ain't easy. But, and moving house at the same time, ooh, must be tough, but I hope you get things settled. Nongna Pat Tuptong, Sawadika Thai fan. Thank you for tuning in all the way from Thailand. I would love to visit Thailand sometime soon and have some beautiful, amazing Thai food. All right, we also have some messages that came in a little earlier. JoinSky281 said, I saw an old, white-haired couple walking on a rainy day. When a truck drove by and splashed them with water, the harabaji got so angry and just stood there spitting out all sorts of curse words. Then the haimani looked back at him and said just one thing, Stop barking. Oh, my God. <laughs> Have a great day. Wow, that's so funny. I was not expecting that. Hmm, interesting. Now this, I'm going to have this in my head all day. I'm going to think about this all day long. Thanks. <laughs> Venkata Ratnam Yelyuri hmm, said, It's great to live happily. Yes, I wish there be peace across the globe and everyone live happily with two times food to eat. No war am- among people. That's a great message. I think that's what we all want. And now... For the song request, Hyo Julie said, Dear Hedim, my friend is leaving Korea end of this month after staying here for a year and a half. Before she leaves, I've decided to film her thoughts and leave something to remind memories of. Oh, that's very nice. I'm so grateful to have my friend who's decided to come to a country different from her background. Her courage, curiosity, and love always inspires me. Please wish us the best for our fun filming time. I would like to request a song, Tabichi Pangparev. Thank you, Wonder Hours team. Well, thank you for your wonderful message. And thank you to your friend, too. Teddy Jugule said, DJ Lim, please play Yubin's Sungyo. All right, let's listen to these two songs back to back right now. First up is Tabichi with Pangpare, and after that, we'll listen to Yubin Onni and her song, Sungyo Lady. We just heard Sungyo Lady by Yubin Onni, and before that, it was the Tabichi Onnidul with their song Pangpare Fanfare. If you want to share yours high on on the show, don't hesitate to leave a message. If you're tuning in via the KBS Kung app, you can leave a message on the chat board. If you're in Korea, you can send me a text message at sharp8150. If you're on Instagram, leave yours high on as a comment on our post at KBS One Fine Day. You can also find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash KBS English Service. And on YouTube, you can search for KBS World English. 
We're going to take a quick song break now, and when we come back, we'll take a look at some music charts from the past. Listener The Blue Maniac requested the song Broken Melodies by NCT Dream. So we'll listen to that song right now. Songs have the power to move us through time. More often than not, it only takes a song from the past to take us back. Back to the days when we used to listen to the song on a loop, or back to the days when the song was just so hot. It's time for us to go back in time and listen to some of the hottest songs of a random week according to the charts. Today, we're going to go way back to the first week of July 1990. The number one song in Korea at the time had been Yuri Chang and B, Raindrops on the Window by Hetbichun. Hetbichun was a duo formed in the late 1980s consisting of vocalist Lee Jong-han and Ko Byung-hee. Their song Yuri Chang and B, Raindrops on the Window, was released in 1989, but it didn't draw much attention at first. But once the song got some air time on radio and their live performances became famous through word of mouth, it started to get some recognition in 1990. Eventually, it became a hit and went on to reach number one on Kayo Top 10 for five weeks in a row, winning the coveted Golden Cup for the duo. Although the group disbanded soon after, and the song became a bit of a one-hit wonder, it's still very much beloved to this day. And the song starts like this. The rain that started during the day scattered only dew drops on the window this evening. And like the sound of the clock that grow louder at night, it's shaking my heart up. This night, raindrops always fall on my heart that I've kept hiding. Hmm... Meanwhile, on the other side of the world, reigning atop the American singles chart was New Kids on the Block with their song Step by Step. New Kids on the Block were the boy group of the late 1980s and early 1990s, who are often credited for paving the way for all the American boy bands that came after them, such as the Backstreet Boys and NSYNC. Their song Step by Step is one of their signature songs and their biggest selling hit single. It was released in May of 1990 as the first single off of their fourth studio album of the same name. On top of being a number one song in the U.S. and Canada, this legendary song has also been voted number four on a poll titled Best Boy Band Songs Ever, as well as number 17 on a magazine's countdown for greatest boy band anthems. Wow. As for the lyrics, there's not really much to it, to be honest. But it goes like this. Step by step, ooh baby. Gonna get to you girl. Step by step, (laughs) Step by step, ooh baby. Gonna get to you girl. Step by step, ooh baby. Really want you in my world. Lyrics, uh, simple lyrics are the best. Well, let's listen to these two songs back to back right now. Yuri Chang and B, Raindrops on the Window by Hepichon and Step by Step by New Kids on the Block. La, la, la. 
Back when the Wonder Girls were always on the move, with all of us girls crammed into our van, whether we were feeling all giddy and giggly or just exhausted and groggy, one of the members would always end up saying the magic words that would have me think of a song to play. And those magic words were, Hey DJ Lim, drop the beat. Those words still bring songs into my mind, and I would like to share at least one of those with you each day. My pick for today is Painter by Lapsley. Lapsley is an English singer-songwriter, musician, and producer who made her debut in 2014. In fact, her song Painter, with the subtitle Valentine, was the second-ever single she released in 2014. It was later added to her 2016 debut studio album, Long Way Home, but on the album, the subtitle was dropped. I first learned about her in my Wonder Girl days. All of her songs are so amazing, but if I have to choose one, this is the one. It is the mood about this song that keeps me playing it on replay. It's so calming. I mean, her voice itself is calming. So when I listen to this song, I picture myself sitting alone at a hotel balcony, having a glass of wine and just looking out at the beautiful sunset. This song really leaves me deep in thought. It also has some kind of a little bit of a lonely kind of feeling. Hmm. You have to hear this for yourself. Have you heard of the Korean expression, 나만 알고 싶은 가수? They say, 나만 알고 싶은 something when, there is, when something is so good that you only want it for yourself. Well, Lapsley is the kind of singer that only I want to know, but I'm sharing her with all of you today. Here is Lapsley with Painter. That was Painter by Lapsley. What a beautiful song. Hmm. In the second hour of today's show, we're going to get some good vibes from author, educator, TV personality, and CEO, Tyler Rush. If you have any messages or comments for him, be sure to drop us a line on YouTube. For now, I will wrap up the first half of the show with Quebec Confession by Delhi Spice, as well as Negeroa Come Closer by Roller Coaster. Welcome to the second half of Wonder Hours with Hedim on KBS World Radio. Coming up in just a moment is Good Vibes Only, and today we'll be joined by popular TV personality and best-selling author, and also my 사장님, Tyler Rash, in the studio. I can't wait for you all to feel his good vibes. And join in on our chat. If you're catching our YouTube live, you can just write your messages in the comments section right now. But even if you're tuning in to the recorded versions, feel free to text me at sharp8150 if you're in Korea. And if you're anywhere else in the world, message me on Kong or leave me a message on our post on Instagram at KBS One Fine Day and Facebook at facebook.com slash EnglishKBS. Let's listen to a couple of songs while Tyler gets settled in. First up is Red Velvet with Feel My Rhythm. And after that, we'll listen to a request song from my dad. (laughs) It is DJ Is Mine by the Wonder Girls. What makes you feel good? What floats your boat and makes your steps lighter? 
What puts a smile on your face without fail and make even your hump day blues disappear? Those are the kind of positive ideas we want to focus on. Because from this point and on, it's good vibes only. For Good Vibes Only, we'll invite some good people into the studio to talk about good things only. That is, whatever makes us feel happy, whether it's foods, moods, hoods, or goods. Today, joining me is one of the two heads of Wave Entertainment. He's also a very popular TV personality here in Korea as well. As an educator and a best-selling author, please welcome Tyler Rush to the show. Yay. Hey. Hello, hello. Hi, Hirim. Hi. Hi, everybody. Thank you so much for coming. <laughs> Thank you for having Now me. Now uh, everybody's watching you online. Hi, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Well, our Korean listeners obviously all know you very well, but we also have listeners tuning in from all over the world. So can you tell them a little bit about yourself? Yes. Uh, My name is Tyler Rosh. I'm from Vermont, which is a state in the Northeast United States. I came to Korea in 2011 for grad school. I went to SNU to do international relations as a master's program. And then sort of very uh, randomly fell into the media industry and I was on a TV show called b i j o n g s a n g h e d a m or Nam, Non-Summit and then another show called Nue s e k s i d e Munjeong Namja or uh, I think they called it Problematic Men. Really? Uh, yeah, oh. I think that was what they translated it as. Oh. Uh, but a bunch of TV shows and uh, eventually uh, I opened a... Uh, an entertainment company called Wave Entertainment uh, with a friend of mine named Julian, who you may have seen before yes, on the show. Yes, he was our first guest yes. at Wonder Hours with h e r i m And actually, h e r i m has uh, joined our wonderful family. Yep, uh, she's the first Korean first to Korean. be in our company. So. Yay! Yay! We're so happy! <laughs> yeah, so are we. Yeah. Well, your career oh, yeah. is so impressive. Oh, mm. Thank you. Well, yeah. do you remember the first time we met? I think I do. It wasn't... You came on b i j o n g s a n g h e d a m right? You were on Nonsummit. Yes, with Leon Omni. Yeah, it was two of you. Yeah. And... Julian had, said he wasn't there. I feel like he would have been there. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he just doesn't remember correctly. Maybe. He was, like, he was like, oh, no, I don't think I saw you there. I think the first time we met was at the party. We uh, waved into the party. Yeah, really? I don't know. Okay. I definitely remember uh, meeting you because I remember you mentioning... or maybe the staff had mentioned it first, something about, like, living in Hong Kong oh, yeah. and, like, learning some Cantonese. Mm-hmm. And, like, and I was like, oh, my gosh, Cantonese is so cool. Like, oh, I'm, like, thinking to myself, oh, ah! my God, that's so cool. <laughs> so I definitely remember that, for ah, sure. Yeah. And I remember they uh, made me speak j- Chinese with uh, Chang Yuan, Chang yeah, another Chinese yeah. member. Hmm. Yes. Well, what was your, was your first impression of me? I, um, like, I mean, we didn't get to really talk on a personal level. Yeah. Um, so my first impression of you, like, just to be super honest, mm-hmm. we usually on that show, you would get, like, idols from, like, all these different places. Oh, yeah. They had so many different guests coming over. Yeah. Because it was such guests, a great, yeah. such a famous show. Right. It was at, really hot Yeah, it was time, really yeah. hot at the time. Mm-hmm. And um, so I was like, okay, it's just going to be, like, some more idols who I've, I don't know. Uh, And then... You but, didn't like, know the Wonder Girls. I, no. I, so I had... <laughs> I had heard of it, mm-hmm. but like, you know, I'm just like a, a little studying. studying kid and I just like okay. looking at my books all the time. But um, so, no, it's like, and then the, just the overall atmosphere, you uh-huh. didn't feel like the same as other idols. You felt more comfortable for some reason. Really? I don't know why that was. Oh. Maybe it's because I knew that you like lived else, somewhere ah, else for a long time. Maybe. It didn't feel like 
the same as just having Korean idols on the show. Oh. I don't know. There was a different feeling, like you know less what? of a wall. I'll take that as a compliment. Yes, it is yeah, a compliment. I think yeah. it is. Hmm. Yeah. Maybe it's because, like you said, I lived abroad, and yeah. we, you know, we have that connection. Yeah, <laughs> it, is, it feels like I don't know how to describe it. It feels like a. It's like non-verbal mm-hmm. communication that you just see from someone's like facial expressions and the way they sit. I was like, oh, this person feels really chill. Uh, like that, I don't know how else to express it. That's interesting because whenever I go on talk shows, I'm yeah. always nervous oh, really? on the outside. <laughs> But the fact that you actually saw the inner version of me, uh, yeah. you, could, you really recognized yeah. my real self. Yay! <laughs> Great job. Yes, That's yes. why you are my sajang. Oh, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> so I've, uh, it's almost been a year since you founded Wave Entertainment yes. with Julian. How mm-hmm. has it been so far? Oh, I mean, gosh, it's a brand yeah. new, you know, start for you. Right. So just to, um, maybe you guys have uh, heard about this last time when Julian was on the show, but uh, just to give you a quick, quick sort of definition of how it's different is our, our company, um, we're focused on transparency. So every single request that comes into the company, all the artists, they know exactly what's going on and yeah. they get to see what's going on. It's very clear. Um, and the structure of the company is more like what you would see um, in the UK or the US compared to typical uh, Korean management companies. So mm-hmm. we give a lot of choice and a lot of power to the artist, right? So in the beginning, um, a lot of people looked at us and were like, is that really doable? Mm. Is that going to work? Uh-huh. <laughs> right? And so for the first, you know, six months or so, it was like, are you guys okay? Like, <laughs> that was the reaction. Six months, that was when I was invited to the party. Right. I think that the, was right. the six-month party. Yes. So uh, right up until we had the party, uh-huh. people couldn't see what was happening, really. Mm. They're like, does this actually work? And then when we had the party and started to tell people more about like, what it actually looks like and mm-hmm. how it works, then I think people really started to think, oh, wow, this is kind of cool. And then, you know, once you came on and and we got actually a bunch of other people who joined the company as well at a similar time, uh, once that happened, I think people sort of recognize it now uh, as a legitimate option. Oh, this is really doable. Mm. You can work in this new, open, communicative, collaborative way. Right. I I love it. (laughs) I love being in Wave Entertainment. I'm so proud. So yeah. happy. And I, I love how transparent, like you said, mm-hmm. it is. Julian didn't tell us anything about this, by the way. Oh, he didn't? <laughs> he oh, just okay. said it was really hard that he had to take a lot of uh, yeah. classes and do... Oh, there were lots of... Um, this is true. The yeah. to yes. start a company. Right. There's a lot of like certifications that you have to have. Oh, yeah. And like learning about all the sort of legal aspects. Mm. Because, you know, the media industry, it's quite a sensitive industry. Yeah. And so you have to have all the, the stuff in place to, to manage other people. Mm. Yeah. Hmm. Right, but it's uh, it's been great. Actually. Yeah. So when I before I joined Wave mm-hmm. Entertainment, of course I searched a lot about it, mm-hmm. watched your videos, and just the the thought of it, the yeah. new system, everything just. I just fell in love <laughs> yeah. with it. Like this is so. I felt like the company chose me, and I chose the company. Yeah, yeah. Like we were meant to be. Yes, for sure, <laughs> absolutely. Hmm. Well. Now that I've joined your company, mm-hmm. what do you expect from me? Or how do you think I could oh. or should contribute to the company, you know, oh. as an artist? Yes. What I love about uh-huh. this is just that, like, what we want is we just want you to be yourself uh-huh. and, like, do what you want to do. Because, yes, yeah, right? Like, that's what it should be like. You know, I'm so thankful that you guys uh, make me feel, make all the artists feel like we can be ourselves. Yeah. And we don't have to be anything else but me. 
Yes, that is. You don't make me go to the shop. You know, go get your hair and makeup done. You don't do uh, that. Yeah. You don't tell me to lose weight. Yes, yes, right. the best part. <laughs> yes. I can eat whatever I whatever want. Whatever you want. You know, mm. it's, that should always be your choice. It's like yes. how you want to live your life, what you want to share with the world, and I believe personally uh, that we've reached a point in media in general mm. where you know not only do the artists feel this way, but the viewers also typically. You know, they want real stuff. Right. There's so much fake media out in the world. There's mm. so much silly, you know, pre-scripted stuff. Yeah. Uh, people can tell. Mm-hmm. You know, they want authenticity. They want you to be you, and exactly. they—that's they, who they want to engage with. So we believe in that, and we just want you to do whatever you want and and become everything you want to become. Are you so, sure? Yes, absolutely sure. <laughs> But just yeah. take responsibility. Oh, right? for sure. Yeah, that is our job. <laughs> All right, uh, we'll talk more later, but for now, we're going to take a quick song break. And we'll be right back with Tyler. Here is Twice with I Got You. We just heard Twice and their song, I Got You. And this song was actually requested by listener Multifandom earlier. And speaking of our listeners, listeners Rupi, KCR, Alicia, Victory, Pomsuk Lee, Good Day, Multifandom are all saying, Hi, Tyler! Hi, everybody! Everybody loves Tyler. Yeah. <laughs> and Taipei Wern says, mm. Hi, Tyler. International fans know you too. You, you are always on TV. And yeah. well, such a cool company. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you so mm-hmm. much. Right yeah. on point. Alicia said, Funnily enough, this is my first time hearing Tyler speak mm. more than two consecutive sentences <laughs> in English. <laughs> That's so funny. You know what? It's, it's probably, it's pretty true, <laughs> I oh, think. I don't do really... you feel more comfortable in Korean now? Uh, <laughs> I'm, you know, in front of a camera? Uh-huh. Yes. Oh, yeah. Wow. yeah. Because there's like, you know, Korean is, is a bit structured and, and the way that media is done in Korea is so... Formatted. Mm. Even when you introduce yourself in Korean, it's like, hi, I'm someone from where, this is how I came to this meeting. Uh, I hope we get along. Like, there's this structure that you follow, you know? Like a fixed expression. So it's, Hmm. it's kind of comfortable. Uh, I I think, uh, I think it was you or either Julian, but you guys said it was, you felt more comfortable speaking Korean, especially when you're talking about environmental issues. Yes, I think right. that was you. Yes, that's yeah. definitely me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think probably for him as well, though, because mm. uh, we both talk so much about, like, we give talks and lectures, and, like, I wrote a book about the environment and stuff, so I did all that in Korean, and so then to mm-hmm. switch wow. to English mode is, like, you gotta sort of re-buffer everything. It's oh, like, yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's amazing. Well, Clear <laughs> said, oh my God, it's Tyler. It's always yeah. such a pleasure to hear Tyler speak. He's such an eloquent yeah. speaker. Thank you. Team Wonder Hours, thank you so much for making this happen. Mm. I agree that being I agree that being true to yourself is not only authentic, but mm. it can also be popular and even more uh, profitable. Oh, yes. Mm. What a great philosophy for an entertainment company. Kudos to you both. Thank you so much. Mm. Thank you. Thank you. We have so many comments. They're all welcoming you Thank here. You so much. Thank you. Thank you for welcoming me. Well, Tyler, you yeah. are a master of several languages, oh, and dear. of course, <laughs> I'm gonna ask you straight up. And yes. Your Korean is so flawless that mm. you even wrote right your book in Korean. I have that. I bought that book. I you told did. you, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Thank I'm still you. reading it. Mm-hmm. It's so <laughs> yeah. good. I'm saving it, saving it for later. Thank you. Right? Thank I can't. You. I can't move on to the yeah. next page because mm. every page is so precious. Mm. Thank you. Thank you. But were you always into Korean? Um, I mean, 
For me, I sort of fell in love with the Korean language in 2007, 2008, like that time frame. And I've always been interested in language learning and foreign languages, not just Korean, but, you know, anything and everything. Uh, I have a close friend from India, and um, I just started trying to learn the Devanagari script for, like, you know, Hindi, or it's wow. just so, which is just like... <laughs> Way, way too complicated. But so you're always interested, not just in Korean, yeah. but in languages. Oh, yeah, for sure. Languages. Yeah. What, what, what was, were there a language that you tried but failed to? Ah. You know, okay, so this is a really good question <laughs> uh -huh. because this, this way of talking about language as something that you can succeed or fail at hmm. or something that you can master, mm -hmm. I feel like it's kind of, uh, it's a misconception that we have. Uh. Because we're taught language in schools, and we understand language as like something that we can put on our resume. Mm -hmm. And like in a society, we approach it this way. But really, language, like, there's no such thing as success or failure in language. Mm. And there's no such thing as mastery in language. Think about your native language. Right. Have, you, have I mastered English? No. Like, no. That's why they say Yongegugo. Yes, Yongegugo. <laughs> I speak Yongegugo, zero languages. Zero languages, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I think you can become very highly adept at a language and you can establish near native fluency. Mm -hmm. uh, but even in your native language, you'll never master it. There's going to be parts true. that you won't know. There's mm -hmm. things that you always mis make mistakes in, you know. So this idea that we have to master one mm -hmm. is kind of silly. Mm -hmm. So it's just, you know, do what you want with it. Play with it. Learn as much as you can. So for me with mm -hmm. language, there are ones I would say that I've played with and I've I've left uh -huh. because I lose interest or it's not as interesting not as something me. else. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I right? had I had two of that too, but oh, you, you did? first, you first. Um gosh. Okay, so I did I really liked um like French and Spanish and Portuguese and German. I wanted to do these in oh. uh, early uh, stages of like uh college. Mm -hmm. Um but they kind of felt similar to each other oh. you know not just the language but like the world perspective and so mm. that's how eventually I found Korean so I, f I really like languages that have different writing systems writing systems yeah so you were looking for something completely different completely from different. English yes yeah, nothing, absolutely. Similar. nothing similar nothing <gasps> similar so I don't you were looking for something more difficult to yeah, learn basically yeah. wow <laughs> yeah. wow wow yeah. I uh, tried French and Japanese oh yeah but I, I just Decided to just stick with Chinese and yeah. you know, like go back to Chinese yeah, and yeah. what I can speak. Yeah, we won't tell Julian that you, you gave up on the French then. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he keeps trying to get me to like restart oh. my French. Oh, but if <laughs> Julian would me. teach me, I would yeah. be willing to start oh. over and learn again. <laughs> well, there you go. Yeah. Somebody said, I'm a bilingual. Bi bilingual. Oh, oh. bilingual. Oh, bi <laughs> bi bilingual. bilingual. <laughs> <laughs> and Taipei Wern said, Hi Tyler, I have seen you on TV so many times. Mm. Wow, I'm so excited to see <laughs> that you'll be the guest for Good Vibes only today. Yeah. By the way, I'm impressed that you speak so many languages. I speak four languages <sighs> myself, but I find it difficult to maintain fluency in each language oh, that I know. What's your tip in making sure you don't forget a language? Oh, hmm. oh man, I don't have a good tip for that. I <sighs> wish I did. It's a, you know, it's a hard one. I wish you could just not forget them. But if you don't use them, 
they leave you. <laughs> I agree. You need to keep practicing. Yeah, right? That's why when I first joined Wave Entertainment, I, I yes. told you and t- Julian that uh, personally, I would request mm-hmm. a favor. I would like to use English as your main language. Remember yes. that? Yes, I do. Because yeah. I really wanted to practice my English because like you said, yeah. if you don't use it, you're going to forget that it. That is like so important mm-hmm. though that, that you did that because... Like, if you, so languages, you have all these different sort of modalities, right? Mm -hmm. We speak, we listen, we write, we read. And if you only stick with maintaining one of those, you'll lose the rest. Mm -hmm. You can be insanely perfect at reading Mm -hmm. in a language and not be able to speak a word. It's possible. Yeah. You know, this happens to many, many Koreans who learn English uh, aren't, aren't very adept at like really in-depth conversation, Mm -hmm. but they can write you a thesis and they can... <laughs> Their test you know, scores are yeah, amazing. Yeah, and they can read, you know, I don't know, the Iliad or like all this kind of stuff in mm. English. But mm. it's so... It's maintaining those specific skill sets that's a difficult thing, I think. Mm. So you have to really, like what you said, you know, I'm going to do my work and communications in English in this space mm-hmm. and that will help you sort of maintain it. Hmm. So it's an... I think language is a never-ending oh, yeah. work. You For need sure. to keep studying. Yeah. And it's surprising, like you mentioned, how Korean people mm-hmm. have wonderful, like, perfect test scores. Yeah, hmm. they do. They have yeah. very good rote English, so to mm. speak, you know. Um, on, and this is a generalization, of course. Uh, but it, And that tends to be just because in the classroom, they don't, in the educational system here, they don't really emphasize uh, what you would call, like, use or application mm. uh, of the language rather than just rote learning. I have a little confession. Oh, you do? I am actually the opposite of that. <gasps> I can speak the yes. language, but when I take the test, yeah. I don't know what's happening. Like, my test scores are so sad. That is not a bad thing. <laughs> really? That is not a bad thing. I mean, you're hosting an English show right now, so clearly the I results know, are good. I'm sweating. <laughs> oh. but, then, but then if this show was to be tested, like, if I have to oh. test... If, it's, if it was a test, then I would not do it. Well, it sounds like you guys already have a great concept for, you know, this November when Sunan comes up. You guys can just do a bunch Ooh. of tests on the show. <laughs> Good idea. <laughs> Jot that down. <laughs> All right. Next comment we have from Alicia Y. Do you reckon it's better to focus on mastering a second language mm. well or having a basic grasp of many? Good question. Oh. I, th- oh. I, I would say mastering a second language well. Mm. What would you say? Yeah, I like to, to compare this to swimming in the ocean. Mm. Uh, that sounds really random. Mm. But if you think about it, like, it, your language, your native language is being, you know, on the beach. This is the world that you know. You know the world above water, right? But if you learn another language and you're just, like, starting to learn, like, annyeong mm. or this kind of stuff, you're just touching the waves. Oh, this is cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh. Like, these kind of expressions. And then the more you go in, you have to learn to swim so you can now order some food. And maybe you learn a little bit more so you can talk about how you feel, which is like snorkeling. Mm-hmm. But then you're going to eventually have to go into the deeper, darker water, oh. you know? And it's harder to learn more. It's harder to feel like you're making progress. But... When you get to, uh, I wouldn't say mastery level, so to speak, but a very high level of language proficiency where you can um, really do all this storytelling and you sort of start to perceive the world Mm -hmm. through that language. When you Mm -hmm. get to that level, it just fundamentally changes the way that your brain works. Like literally, Mm -hmm. it gives you an additional 
cognitive environment. This is the actual like terminology. Mm -hmm. So we perceive the world in ourselves, not necessarily through language, but inextricably with language. Mm -hmm. You know, hitting to you mm -hmm. does not exist mm -hmm. if you don't have. The, the conceptual words and ideas of how the world works to put that together, mm -hmm. right? But when you learn a new language, you add a whole new... It's like having new laws of physics, mm. you know? And so you, you, aim, you gain a whole world if you get to a really deep level of that. So that's why I would agree with you mm. to say going to a really high level in another language is important because it gives you not just one worldview, it mm -hmm. gives you a much Absolutely. deeper, mm -hmm. like it, it expands the universe for you. You, uh, it broadens your, uh, yeah. Shia. Yeah, your, 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 pers <laughs> like your perspective, to your, your horizons, uh -huh. but like your cognitive, cognitive horizons. This is a really important point. It's not just like, oh, hey, you have more expressions. Mm -hmm. It's like you have higher capacity of perceiving reality. It's a, it's like a philosophical wow. thing. Um, I I, I want to give you a good e explanation of this, but there there are um, indigenous groups in Australia that have perceptions of time as being like you can do this experiment. Uh, it was on a TED talk actually, where they would take people's face photos depending on the age and put them in a line uh -huh. to see how people perceive time. Oh. And so if we were to do that, we would put the youngest page on the uh, picture on the left mm -hmm. and then older and older it gets, it would go to the right, mm -hmm. right? We would, that's what we would say the order of time would be. We see it as linear. Mm -hmm. And no matter where you do this, some people will go left to right, some people will go right to left, some people will go top to bottom, right? Mm -hmm. Depending on their language and culture. But in Australia, in this specific indigenous community with their language, they kept putting it on in these different spots. And oh. so the, the linguist was like, what's going on here? This doesn't make sense. Why mm. is it different every single time? And then they realized it's not different every single time. What happened? What happened was if they were in a building, if they were outside, no matter where they were, they were putting these pictures from east to west. Oh. So they always knew where east and west was. And direction for us is left and right. It's based on us. Mm -hmm. For them, direction is not based on themselves. Wow. It's based on the physical world that they exist in. Time doesn't go from left to right. It's not linear for them. It's wow. repetitive and cannot be separated from physical space. What does that mean? We did all this like physics research mm -hmm. and all this crazy stuff and then realized, oh, wow, time and space are the same thing. Right? Space time. <laughs> and that indigenous community is like, duh. Uh -huh. We already perceive the world that way. So language gives you a whole fundamental way of, of viewing the world. So if you gain another language, you literally expand your mm. existence in the universe. So learning a new language gives you a whole new world. Another yeah, literally. Another yeah, taking. Exactly. <gasps> <Yeah>. <laughs> I know it's a, it's a, it's a lot, but <laughs> it's true. So mm. <laughs> You definitely have leveled up Wonder Hours with Hedim oh. <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, there was a research that said bilingual people, yeah. they have different personalities when they're speaking different mm. languages. Right, yep. Yes, they, they actually do, do have different personalities. So but it's like, I, I think it's, it's kind of also the way that we express it, we say they're different personalities. Mm -hmm. But really, if you think about it, you've just expanded your personality mm. where now, instead of it being two-dimensional, it's three-dimensional. Yeah. 
So you have this side of you and that side of you rather just having like one side of a sheet of paper. Mm. You know, it's like yeah. it's like an upgrade uh -huh. from a two dimensional comic to a 3D existence. That mm. is what so you additional get to language see does for you. A bigger world and see what's unseen. You can yes. see yeah. over. And that's why uh -huh. multilingual people tend to have a higher problem solving capacity. And creativity levels, because they can switch and they can sort of look behind uh, the problem in a way. I think that's called like frame switching or something. Yeah, they do a lot of frame switching. Yeah. Mm. yeah. All right. Well, it's time for another quick song break. Uh, let's listen to Billy and their song BYOB, "Bring Your Own Best Friend," followed by Tanabi and their song together. That was together by Tanabi, and before that, we heard BYOB, "Bring Your Own Best Friend" by Billy. Hmm. Now, we have some messages from our listeners. Alicia says, but thanks, Tyler, for that well-thought-out response. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> we just swimmed in yeah. deep water. Yeah. It was a long one, right? Uh -huh. And Claire says, I completely agree. Even in everyday mm. life, being able to read, write, and speak out in another language exposes you to different places, books, mm. and songs with a deeper understanding. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. I would love to talk to you more about languages because it's such a fun topic, but let's move on to the next topic for now. Yes. All right. So we talked a little bit about the environment with Julian, mm. but he was here as well. Oh, but yeah. you're an environmental activist yourself, mm -hmm. right? So your book, 두 번째 지구는 없다, which, by the way, is recommended by the Korean Ministry of Culture, <laughs> Sports and Tourism, was not only centered around environmental issues, but it was actually printed on FSC paper yes. with plant-based ink. Correct, yes. Mm. Well, when and how yeah. did you first become interested in this issue? Oh, wow. Um, so, I mean, I grew up in a, a place called Vermont in the northeast United States, and it's a very, um, I guess, we just have a lot of nature, like mm. lots of forests and not very many people. So uh, I always had sort of a connection to that since I was young. But then I guess, you know, I, everybody nowadays has heard a lot about the environmental crisis yes. and we've been hearing about it for decades mm -hmm. uh but w when it got to be about you know 2014 2015 um, there were a lot of problems here in south korea with air quality mm. uh and i'm asthmatic so for me that mm. was kind of like uh, um oh. this is a concern oh. um who's gonna take responsibility for this you know i mean we're breathing in high levels of, of pollution, mm -hmm. and that is going to cause some serious soft tissue problems with our, our lungs as mm -hmm. we get older, right? So uh, that, or thinking about the future, or what's going to happen with how the planet literally uh, changes, starts to scare you a bit. So in 2016, I started working with WWF, um, which is the world's largest uh, environmental conservation agency. Mm. Um, and I learned a lot from them about how environmental conservation, uh, sustainability, and our economic well-being are all connected to each other. Mm. So after getting really interested in that, I really want to share that information. And so that's why I wrote the book in 2020. Mm. Yeah. I... I can feel the the season the the weather changing yeah. so yeah it's kind of sporadic at this right, point right it's yeah. different every day correct yeah which I believe mm. it's due to you know the climate yeah. right weather yeah mm. we're experiencing a lot of change and um, on on a, a local scale 
in countries like South Korea that might not seem uh, very extreme, but when you look at what's happening on a global scale, uh, it's just um, it's incredible. Like the the production levels of main staple goods like uh, rice, wheat, grains. It's dropped by like 23, 25% Mm. in major production uh, countries like the United States, uh, Australia, India. Um, I mean, just a few years ago, uh, there was an extreme, what they called a a heat dome effect, which occurred in uh, sort of western, northwestern India and also Pakistan. And Mm. this caused uh, extreme glacial melting and lots of rain. which then flooded one-third of Pakistan. So literally, you know, you had 30 million people Mm -hmm. who Mm -hmm. lost their home. 30 million people losing their homes. Like, how how much are we talking about? That's larger than the population of Belgium. That's larger than the population of Norway. That's that's more than half the population of South Korea literally out of of their home Mm -hmm. because of... slight change in global average temperature. So these things are are shifting in a way where they're hard to predict. And not only do they cause local difficulties, but on a global economic scale, Mm -hmm. it's it's a money problem. You know, even if you think you're okay, Mm -hmm. you're not really going to be okay because it's going to be uh, pushing up your cost of living. You know, what happens to food prices... in countries like South Korea, which only produce 0.8% of its own wheat, Mm. when all of a sudden global wheat production is 25% lower. And this happens, what, every year? Hmm. So uh, the world that we're living in is changing at a rate that is difficult to adapt to. Mm. So we need to talk about that, and we need to find a way Mm -hmm. to be able to deal with the problem as it unfolds. So Mm. that's that's how I feel about it. I think it is uh, definitely a red alarm Oh, yeah. A red flag, red mm, flag. Very big We red need flag. to do something about it. But aside from using tumblers or, you mm. know, re- reusable bags, what can we do to be a little more environmental friendly in our daily uh, lives? Yeah. So I think everybody's opinion differs a lot on, on this question. And for me, I, I like to focus on macro issues, like large problems. Mm. Because, yes, it's good to, you know, go out and uh, clean up trash. It's good to um, not use too many plastic bags. products, those are all wonderful things, but the the global average temperature increases fundamentally because of fossil fuels. Mm. If we do not transition away from fossil fuels, we cannot solve this problem. So in terms of everything that we should be focusing on, what is the most urgent? Well, clearly, it's replacing fossil fuels. There's nothing more important than that at this point in time. We've reached a global average increase in temperature compared to pre-industrial levels of 1.3 degrees Celsius. Mm. And we have a 60% chance of hitting 1.5 degrees increase uh, in the next three and a half years. And if that occurs, uh, we have never on a global level actually reduced carbon emissions Mm -hmm. uh, through human effort. And so... uh, If we do not succeed in doing that and we hit 1.5, then the likelihood of us hitting 2 degrees of warming in the 2030s is very high. And if that happens, just realistically, the way Mm -hmm. that the planet would change is that sea levels would rise to a point where before I retire, Mm -hmm. 
our current trade infrastructure, the actual ports that we have, will not be usable oh. in 2050, 2055. So this is a conversation about whether or not we have a world that is actually economically viable for ourselves in our generation. And the only way to address that is by reducing carbon emissions. The only way to reduce carbon emissions is to get rid of fossil fuels. So for me, I believe the number one most important thing is to address that issue. Everything else is secondary. If we don't deal with the fossil fuel problem, no matter how clean the ocean is, no matter how clean our backyard is, we will not have the infrastructure that we need to survive. Mm. So fossil fuels. Fossil fuels. Uh, I'm writing down the things you're saying. <laughs> yeah. I feel like I'm, so, I'm studying right now. Sorry. Ah. Yeah. And although the one, you said 1%, 2% higher, and that may sound like a small number, but no, it is yeah, not. Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, so 1.5 degrees of warming and 2 degrees of warming, the difference between that, I believe, is something like uh, maybe 300,000 refugees per year. Mm. So it's a lot. So it's a very yeah. heavy... Uh, three, sorry, 300 million, 300 million not 300, oh, wow. 300 million. So. And listening to your story makes me um, think that we really need to do something for the next generation. Mm. It, and mm-hmm. it reminded me of uh, Greta Thunberg. yes. What, yeah. I was very shocked by her speech. Mm, mm-hmm. It reminded right. me of her... And the next generation, yeah. we must definitely make an effort to do something mm-hmm. about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, big companies to, should right. do something about it, and not just that, but just everybody. Yeah. but should, also we should all put effort in it. Together. Also, this generation, if mm-hmm. you think about it, twenty fifty, you know, you and I, we're going to be alive then, and we're we might still be working. Yeah. <laughs> so we need to do something also for this to generation. save ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> for for you and me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. All right, we'll be right back with more with Tyler after one more song break. Here is Taiman Yoheng, Life is a Journey by Lee Sang-un. We just heard Lee Sang-un and her song Taiman Yoheng, Life is a Journey. All right, and we have some messages from our listeners. Johnny49 from Kentucky, U.S. Oh, hey. Hello. Said, I wish people where I live were open-minded about climate change. Oh, for sure. I agree with you. You should send a, a letter to your to your senators uh-huh. <laughs> if you're mm-hmm. in Kentucky. <laughs> and Tay Wern said such a great message about climate change. Mm. Today's guest is so awesome. I'm so happy oh, KBS you. managed to invite Tyler today. Tyler just painted a realistic picture for everyone mm. of us to ponder about the severity of climate change. Mm. Absolutely. And Pom Suk Lee said, I Strongly agree with you. Yes. Song Hyun Si film. Oh. This is Choi Song Hyun Onni from yes. our Wave Entertainment. Also Wave Entertainment. Hi. She tuned in um, yes. on our first show when Julian was here too. Ah, and she yeah, is okay. our um, listener. Mm-hmm. Uh, she said, I'm happy to see lovely you too. I love Tyler's story about learning a language and comparing it to swimming in the ah, sea. Of course, because she dives. She dives. She's yes. a professional diver. Yes. And she recently wrote a book. Yes, exactly. An essay book. I, I, I started reading suit, it yeah. and... I fell in love with it instantly. Yeah. I just read the intro, and mm. wow, the expressions are beautiful. Have you seen her 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 artwork? Artwork? Before? No. She does paint. You, ha- you have she to paints. go look it up. Yeah, she paints, and she does all this artwork, and it's just like, oh my god. Only I have <laughs> to really go good. and see. Yeah. Please. You should check out her paintings. Yeah, ah, for sure. Yeah. Ooh, I I'm scared of water. Oh, no, yeah, I, I can't even swim. <gasps> but reading this book just made made me. Yes. Just, 
interested in this new diving world. Oh, this is this, that would make a great like OTT show. Uh-huh. If like <laughs> you and Song Yeon Nim both go like swimming, oh, <laughs> she like takes she you diving, teaches you. Yeah. Like, mm. I can see this. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you, Onni, and Sonia and Lee said this program is so awesome. Yes. Thank you. Hyo Julie said, "Hi Tyler, have you had time to do some artworks like painting oh. or drawing? Do you?" I have not lately. I've been really busy, actually, with mm. a bunch of uh, new projects that yes. I've been working on. So <laughs> ah, I can't wait to hear about yes. that project. Let's yeah, actually, let's talk about that. Yeah. What is the new project that uh, you're working okay. on? Okay, so another a friend of mine who's also in Wave Entertainment. Her name is Nidhi. Nidhi. Yes, she's from India. So both of us, we came up with this idea. So you guys know Alphabet. Snacks, yes. right? Like you know, A B C crackers and things like this. Well, lots of countries have their own letters as crackers. Like Thailand has their own Thai crackers, mm-hmm. and uh, there's like Arab ones and Hebrew ones and Russian ones and like all these different crackers. And mm-hmm. Korea has its own very unique alphabet, right? Hunger. Yeah. But they don't have hunger, little. Cracker snacky things. Oh, they don't have them. Mm. That's crazy, right? Uh, yeah. But how did you come up with this idea? Yeah. You, how did you think about uh-huh. making okay. this? So we were doing a um, we were doing a, an English language immersion program, which mm. we designed together, Nidhi and I. It's called Speak Up Meetup. Uh. So we would all get together, and people will do these like um, sort of. Immersion activities, and we wanted to give away prizes, and we're like, "Oh, wouldn't it be cool if we had like ABC crackers?" And then I was like, "Wait, mm. are there Korean hunger kwaja? Like, mm. do they have hunger kwaja? Like, kwaja is snacks, right? Mm-hmm. So hunger shaped snacks, and they don't. So we decided oh. to make it. Wow! Yeah. So this is the new project that I've been working on a lot lately. Is hunger kwaja? Yeah. Oh. And yeah. it's vegan, right? Yeah, actually. So uh, because you know we we wanted to be sort of like animal friendly, and then also make sure that you know people like if if you're halal or you have uh, if you want to eat like in a halal fashion, or if you're a vegetarian or something like that, we wanted to be anybody can eat them, right? Mm. This was our goal, even so, for babies. Yeah, even for little kids or older people or you know. Anybody should be able mm. to have hunger guaja. So we decided to make it using uh, only plant-based materials. Mm. So it's it is it has a vegan certification, um, and like there's a bunch of different letters, and you can like make your name or like write things to each That's other, so like sarangye or like oh, stuff like this. Tangawoma, kumawoma. I think it's a great gift to give out to people as well. Yes, like you know without. Any anybody can eat it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And we're trying to find like all different things that we can do with it. So if anybody has any cool ideas mm. about like what you can make with hunger guacha or anything like that, then please like let us know anywhere. Um, we'd be happy to have your wonderful creative ideas. So. Yeah, I, I tried the biscuits. Oh yes, I, I tried them at our huishik. Yes. And it it's also kind of like a bread. Yeah, it's not super crispy. Right, it's like, like it's like if a cookie mm-hmm. and a cracker made a baby, then that <laughs> is hunger water. So it, 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 it like it, I don't know how to describe that in English. It's like it it like crumbles uh-huh. like a cookie, and there is a crunch, but it's not like hard or or like really dry. Yeah, Do you know and what I mean? the flavor yeah. is super rich. Yeah, the flavor is rich. Yeah. I, we tried. I think there were two flavors. Yes, we had um, mugwort or soup, soup and garlic. Oh, I personally like the garlic. 
Okay, so but I would love to give the soup to my parents. <laughs> okay, so yeah. yes, this is this is what we're finding is people who like garlic don't like the soup, and people who like the soup are not really big fans <laughs> of the garlic. And then like, there's also totally like a style. Like, ah. like I think like younger people tend to prefer. The uh, the garlic flavors, mm -hmm. but then again, the younger people who are also like really like oh I like reading and like like they're kind of like uh, they listen to indie music uh -huh. and stuff like that. these kind of people they tend to like the soup sure. actually, which is really interesting. interesting. So you see these different types of people with their oh. own flavors. Oh. So, but now we have chocolate flavor as well, really? oh. and we also have a a rice uh, flour version that's Ooh. organic rice flour. You should make more flavors like cheese. Yeah. I don't know, kimchi. We want to make like really crazy Korean flavors, uh -huh. like a kimchi flavor or oh. gochujang flavor oh. or like tenjang or like more injeolmi or things like oh. this. Uh, but it's going to take us a little time. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But you're still thinking about it. Yeah, for sure. Uh -huh. yeah. We have a comment from Liz. Did you choose Suk and Manil because that's what the tiger and bear had in Tangun Shinwa? Yes, for sure. Really? Yes, oh, exactly. So, I didn't see that coming. <laughs> yeah, so our, Yokshi Tyler. <laughs> our logo is a is a bear that's giving the Korean alphabet snacks oh. to a tiger, right? Wow. And we didn't want to use like King Sejong on mm. the on the um, the logo because you know. Maybe you know he has his own rights to his his face, even though he's he's not with us anymore. <laughs> but, but we wanted to use the the animals, right? So we went with Tangun Yagi and these these two uh, cuties, and so then that's why we chose uh, Suk and Manu. Mm. Yeah. Which one do you personally like? I like Suk. Really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I like Suk. I'm a Suk fan. Well, can you tell us where can we find these ah. Hangul Guaja? Right, so uh, if you just search on Instagram in Korean, Hangul Kwaja, it will probably show up, our account. Mm. Or you can go to my Instagram account, uh, Tyler on Insta, uh, and there will be a link to it uh, in my profile. Um, and then we also have uh, a shopping online shopping mall where, where you can get them now. Mm. Uh, we want to be s selling them internationally, but right now they're only uh, available, I think, in Korea. Although if you can probably... You might be able to buy it, but we don't have the shipping set up yet. So uh, once we do, I will let you guys know. But yeah, so we're working on that one. Yeah. Can you also tell us about the pop-up? Oh, yes. yes. <laughs> right. So Julian has a, like, a vegan uh, cafe backslash shop. Oh, if you guys come visit Korea, you must oh, yeah. go. I, I recommend this cafe. Yeah. It's a vegan cafe. Cafe. Yeah, it's a vegan cafe backslash uh, zero waste store. Mm. So they have lots of really cool products and it's a really chill environment. People will go there and just like hang out. They have pancake day uh, oh. on the first Sunday of every month <gasps> and it's really cool. Mm. Uh, and we're actually doing a pop up there with Hunger Guaja. So if it's open, our pop up is there until the end of February. Mm. So if you go anytime between now and the end of the month, uh, then you can try, you can actually taste the Guaja Ooh. and you can buy some if you want. Uh, and then, um, yeah, so we're actually, the store will also be open. Uh, Nona Shop is open through the Seoul holiday period as mm. well. So if you don't know what to do for Seoul and Lunar New Year <laughs> and you're hanging out in Seoul, then you, know where to go. you can stop by. So after the yeah. pop-up store, we can only find it online? So far, that is the case, yeah. Mm. But uh, we're going to do our best to try to get it in as many places as we can. Okay. Well, do you have any plans for the upcoming holidays? Um, for me, well, I will definitely be 
at Nono Shop at uh-huh. our Hungry Watcha pop up. Oh, will we get to see you if we go to Nono Shop? Probably, most likely, uh-huh. yeah, for sure. And um, what else would I be doing? I'm actually working on a, another book, so <gasps> I've got to be you writing. Are? Can yeah. we? Can you talk about that? I think next time I can. Oh, yeah. <laughs> can you give us a hint? Like, what's what mm. is it about? A oh, genre? Uh, it's what about diversity. <gasps> Oh yeah. my god, I'm so excited! Oh. <laughs> yeah. All of our, um, our artists just released a book. Songyeon Onni published yes. her first book. You're writing a book. Yes. My translation, translation yes. book is coming next week. So yeah. please tell us more about it when your book comes up next mm. time. All right, now I wish we can talk more, but it's time to I say know. goodbye to Tyler and also close the show for today. Mm. The last song I have for you is "Kanadara" yes. by Park Jae-bum featuring IU. <laughs> thank you so much, Tyler, once thank again you. for coming. This was awesome. It was great to meet you guys. Thank yeah. you, and thank you so much, everybody, for tuning in. Have a wonderful day, and see you tomorrow.